Good afternoon. I'm Katie Crowley from Mayor Soglin's office. Some of you may know, and of course residents around the area truly know, FreakFest hasn't always been a safe and family-friendly event. That's not the case anymore, though, and that's because of the dozens of people who work on planning this event for months and the many more who will be working throughout the weekend to make sure everything runs smoothly and, more importantly, everyone who attends is safe. This afternoon, staff from Traffic Engineering, Madison Police Department will review traffic and safety issues. Tiffany Kenny with the State Street Business District Association will discuss merchant efforts, and Tag Evers will complete this with a rundown of entertainment. We're confident that this Saturday will be another great night with a lot of fun for folks who want to spend some time downtown. I'll first introduce Tom Moore with Traffic Engineering, and everyone, of course, will be available for questions at the end of the presentations. Tom? So I will go through uh, the timeline of the street closures. Five o'clock, we're going to close. Actually, I'm bring this a little closer. Right. Five o'clock, we'll close down Johnson Street at Bassett, and that's really when uh, the big gating setup begins on State Street. Uh, so they'll be setting up the gates between five and seven. So you're still allowed to walk on State Street without a ticket until 7 p.m. But starting at seven, you need a ticket to be on State Street. Um, so 5 o'clock is Johnson, 6 o'clock uh, Gorham shuts down, and we shut down Gorham out at Blair for the detour route. Um, so the two main ways to get around downtown, and if, if, you're not, if you're just going through downtown, is John Nolan, um, or if, you're, if drivers get stuck in the downtown area, Langdon Street is open as a way to get around, and we'll have officers uh, positioned at... Um, a lot of different intersections helping with traffic flow. So this year there's no football game, so that makes our job a lot easier. Um, and this has really become pretty routine over the past few years. Uh, we, we will uh, change the signal timing, the traffic signal timing, to uh, increase the traffic flow on the detour routes. And for parking, what we usually see is that the State Street campus ramp on Lake Street and Francis fills up pretty quick uh, earlier in the day than the other ramps. If I were coming downtown, I would check online. Uh, we On the city website, the parking website, there's real-time parking availability at the uh, city ramps. So you can see what ramps are full, how many spaces are open. So if I were coming down Saturday night, I would check those first. Um, and figure out where I wanted to go before coming downtown because if you're on the west side of State Street and you're trying to get to the east side, uh, it's better to just come in from the whatever side you want to get to instead of trying to get around the closure. And all of this information is in a press release that I sent out earlier this week. Uh, this map is online. Links to the parking are on this map. So that's all I had. Um, Someone from police. Good afternoon. I'm Jason Friedman. I'm the Central District Captain, and I'll be in the command post uh, for the event uh, starting tomorrow afternoon. Like was mentioned, our number one goal is a safe event. Uh, if, if it's fun, I guess that's a bonus. But we really work very hard to try to address a number of contingencies and have sufficient resources on hand in order to keep people safe and to make the event as uneventful as possible. Our plan is very similar to last year. Uh, you won't see a lot of differences. 
Uh, we'll have approximately 300 law enforcement personnel from City of Madison, Dane County Sheriff's Department, some of our consortium partners in UWPD. We're going to have traffic teams. We're going to have uh, a large, robust presence from our special events team, our crowd management team, as well as extra resources in place that are flexible that can respond to various issues as they arise. So again, we want, we want people to be fun. We want them to make good choices. There's going to be a glass ban in effect starting at 9 p.m. that will be enforced. Rules that apply uh, state, local ordinances are not suspended in the event zone, so don't be underage and drink. Don't bring open containers onto the street. By all means, do not bring weapons. If they're part of your costume, real or facsimile, expect to have those taken from, uh, from you as you enter the event. 200 or so private security are also going to be on hand, again, being partners with us, making sure that people are safe. So I put out a blog earlier. It's in the Central District uh, portion of our website. It goes over some specifics. It has some links that Tom mentioned as far as metro and street closure, so people at least have a sense of what's going on. But uh, we hope for uh, people to come down, have a good time, make good choices, and uh, have an uneventful evening. Thank you. Hello, I'm Tiffany Kenny. I'm the Executive Director for Madison Central Business Improvement District. We represent the property and business owners in the downtown area. And as you can imagine, FreakFest has evolved over time as something perhaps uh, they maybe dreaded even to something we look forward to and enjoy hosting downtown. We at the Business Improvement District have worked with the Madison Parks Department to distribute tickets and information to the property and business owners. So if property and business owners are looking for information, they get that through the Business Improvement District, and that's visitdowntownmadison.com. So that's a fairly easy website for them to find. We invite everybody to come down and enjoy themselves on State Street. The retail businesses will probably be closing between 5 and 7, but the food and beverage businesses are open and excited to host you and feed you and make sure you eat while you're down there. And then last, we would just like to remind you that this is your downtown, and we'd like your help keeping it safe and clean for the event. Thank you. Tag Evers with Frank Productions. We're again very pleased to be involved in this year's Freak Fest. And uh, so we've talked so far, the police have talked so far about it being again a very safe event. It's our job to make sure it's also a fun event and fun for people of all ages. And so we're throwing a party this Saturday night. And we'll, at this party, we expect as the gates open, you'll have families come in with little kids. Later on, you'll have high school and college-age kids and, and people uh, out to have a good time. And that's why we invite everybody to come down and join us. On our main stage, on the Capitol stage, we have a hip-hop act who goes by the name of DROM, opened and preceded by uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees George Clinton and Parliament Funkadelic. So it's going to be a funky, fun time on that Capitol stage. But not just on the Capitol stage. On the Gelman Street stage, the headliner is Trombone Shorty from New Orleans, um, who's performed several times at the Obama White House and uh, is just well known uh, by the name Trombone Shorty. You can think of kind of the classic uh, rhythm and blues party uh, New Orleans sound. That's what you can expect on that stage. 
Uh, and then we have a third stage uh, on State Street, which features mainly local and regional talent. We try to include everybody with Freakfest. Uh, we have several sponsors. You can go to uh, our website, which I believe is madfreakfest.com, to find out more about the many sponsors who have helped pull off this great event. Um, I do want to mention just one or two. Uh, our, this event is um, hosted by um, Mountain Dew, uh, and with their generous support, we're able to continue uh, the success that we've had in the past. I'll be available to answer questions afterwards. Does anyone have any questions for any of the speakers? Captain Friedman, take a mic. Yes, sir. Captain, this event is being staged in relatively close, close, close proximity to a very difficult experience for the country, and that was another outdoor music festival where there was an active shooter in Las Vegas. Um, you had mentioned that the security approach was basically similar to last year's. Uh, would that also include uh, measures to stop any unwanted truck or large vehicle traffic or also possible sweeps of buildings on State Street? Sure. So a great question, one we were, frankly, expecting to hear today. So I can't get into the specifics for, for tactical reasons and not wanting to give away some of our state secrets, so to speak. But we're very aware of, of recent events at home and abroad. We have continuous improvement as one of our core guiding philosophies that applies to events like, like Freak Fest or significant events in general. We have taken steps to cover what we believe are those contingencies, are those threats, in a manner that we believe is appropriate. Is this consistent with what you did last year, or is this now somewhat in addition? I, I think it's fair to say that we took the, the basic footprint from last year and, and made some, in terms of overall personnel, some relatively minor additions, but adjusted our plans, adjusted our approach, and also our officers, which are first line of defense regardless, you know, we know that they're aware of these things and they're on the lookout and they're going to be good guardians uh, throughout keeping an eye out. So. Does that include additional officers? Do you have more officers than you did in previous years and are they in without giving away of too much in strategically placed. We believe they're in positions of advantage, as, as we refer to it, in, in a position to be able to do the job that they're provided. In terms of the specific numbers, I don't know if Lieutenant Austin, not to put you on the spot, if we're slightly more than we were last year, but if, if we're at about 300 this year, we were pretty close to that last year as well. So some of it is mission, some of it is dual purpose, you know, officers are now where they might have had three things on their mind to concern themselves with at a particular traffic post, now they have four or five. And that's our job to preload that. And of course, they, they're, again, they're very mindful and they, they know what, uh, what they need to do, so. Yeah, Captain, Criminal Intelligence Division, do they play a role for an event like Freak Fest and specifically for this event? Yeah, the short answer is yes. We use them routinely for events downtown, small and large. And we are constantly, they work with their partners in the state and the federal agencies tracking trends, concerns, red flags, and I'm happy to say that at least at this time we are not getting any of those red flags of any actionable or even uh, concerning intelligence reference this event. I guess what would your message be to the public who may have some concerns about this year's Freak Fest given, you know, what 
what has happened. Yeah, absolutely. So as dramatic and tragic as these events are, the more likely outcomes are alcohol-related, are related to getting separated, accepting drinks from people you don't know, uh, going home alone, over-intoxication. So, you know, we, we can make a safe event. We, we plan. We're very thoughtful, very layered. We have great partners, other city agencies, the Franks. I mean, we're all working towards the same end here. You know, we want people to make good choices. We think it's a safe event. We think we've done our due diligence. Come down, have fun, but at the end of the day, you know, safety is everybody's concern, not just the police. It's also the, the, the party goers, the people that are coming to have fun. And so we want them to make good choices. We believe we're making good choices, and we'll get to where we need to get to. If Tag could, uh, could field a couple of questions or, or join Captain Friedman. Um, by the mics, Tech. Sure. Um, in the wake of Las Vegas and London and a couple of other concert venues that have been targeted, uh, there are some acts and bands that have expressed more concern and more need for information as it relates to security and their performance setup. Talk to us, if you can, about the acts that are coming in and, and what sort of discussion may have taken place along those lines. Uh, in the advancing for this show, there have been no concerns along those lines. Um, the artists that we work with are confident in our professional approach to hosting events like this. And it's interesting that right after um, the events in Las Vegas, there was a big festival down in Austin, Texas, called Austin City Limits Festival. The artists who performed there and the audience members who attended, by and large, were determined not to let events like this ruin their good time. And I think that we have to continue to choose as Americans to celebrate our freedom and work with the police and those responsible to ensure safety for events like this, which we've done. But at the end of the day, to celebrate what it means to be a free people and to have a good time at an event like this at Freakfest is part of that. In terms of attendees, Will they see, as it relates to stage and, and performance and presentation, will it appear as it's been in the past, or Absolutely. are there any environmental changes that might be going on relative to uh, the performers or the setup, uh, just as a, an added layer of protection? I, I would have to defer to the police regarding a specific security concern as the artists are performing, but I think as what has been demonstrated or what we've conveyed so far is that uh, we're proceeding with caution, aware of what happened, has happened in the last year or two along these lines. But um, there's nothing that I'm aware of in the actual performance space that will interrupt the enjoyment of the event. We can't put everybody in a bubble. That's not the way to live as a free people. The artists have no intention to, to engage in this event that way. So I, I I think that we move forward with uh, courage and what it means to, to celebrate our freedom and, and, and to say those, those bad people, those evil people, whether they're terrorists or crazy people, they're not going to win. We're on, the, we're on the good side. Anybody else? Where's the mayor? <laughs> mayor doesn't generally come to this press conference. This is about the people who are 
who are involved in running the event and making sure it's nice and safe. He's supporting them all, though, of course. So thank you for being here. And, you know, Captain Friedman used the word collaboration, and so we appreciate your assistance and helping get the word out and just have yet another very successful night. Thanks.